Want some? Get some. Hello, my inconstant effluvia. This is your randomly rank host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his sometimes stanky podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about turning your disadvantages into advantages, and then back into disadvantages. For instance, maybe you can't dance worth a damn, but no one else will be able to fit onto the dance floor to notice when you've only got two square feet. Square feet! By Matthew Sanborn-Smith. It's an almost entirely unknown fact that the square foot was not a unit of measurement arrived at by going over 12 inches and across another 12. In truth, it was the area and shape of the actual foot of Lord Thomerson Longbottom, an 18th century aristocrat now forgotten by everyone but me. While it is true Longbottom's family got its name from the hereditary tushy which would drag across the ground even when its owner was standing, they bought their way into the upper class with the money they made by inventing the back pockets on pants, which they hadn't originally envisioned as a revolutionary storage device, but rather reinforcement for their quickly worn trouser seats. Thomerson's claim to fame in his own lifetime was to distract the general public from his namesake piece of anatomy with a freshly weirder one. Thomerson had perfectly square feet. Rather than weep for this dead guy, let me assure you it was incredibly fortunate for him. For by the time he was born, the family fortune had run out due to a flaw in the original design of the pocket, which caused it to burst into flame upon high-speed impact. This issue might have been covered up, especially by long coats, were it not for the fact that the latest fad in all the most stylish ballrooms was the bump. Thomerson's father at the time was derisively called Lord Hot Pockets, and the liability drove the house into bankruptcy. The old man never recovered and was plagued even to his dying day with nightmares of being chased by herds of flaming asses. Incidentally, these same pants were credited with saving the lives of an entire American wagon train some 70 years later during a particularly early winter. As a lad, Thomerson's ungainly nickname name was Young Lord Squarefoot Hot Pocket, and people came from all around the countryside to laugh at his freakish feet and long, fiery butt. But Thomerson, like his ancestors before him, and his descendants after him, and his contemporaries to either side of him, knew how to take advantage of a deformity when he saw one, and began hiring himself out to flooring companies to measure spaces far and wide. He walked all over the finest unfinished homes in England. Sadly, his feet never caught on in Europe, much as he tried to walk around over there, because an enormous-footed Frenchman known as Monsieur Squaremeter had become the darling of the Enlightenment intellectuals across the continent. The canny Longbottom, however, was not to be defeated. He recalled that in his more impoverished days, when he was forced to wear crates on his misshapen feet, others made fun of him by demonstrating that both of their shoes could fit into one of his. Now he marketed the shoebox and made enough to get back on his square feet. If he had stopped there, he might still be remembered today, but a chance meeting with the Earl of Sandwich convinced Longbottom that he too could invent food. Alas, Longbottom's vision was far ahead of its time. His hot pocket was a complete failure, mainly because 18th century Europe did not have the technology to harness the microwave and had to rely on the cruder maxi-wave oven, run by a hand-powered crank, his name was Bob, which could take up to three days longer to heat things up. With preservation techniques being what they were, the food had gone bad by that time and his customers were rather hungry and unreasonable by the end of it all. But the media disaster that ended it all for Longbottom occurred when he was discovered to be forgoing the maxi-wave himself and cooking his food by slapping it against his own ass. It wasn't so much the hypocrisy that did him in, as it was the county-wide fire he started as he ran from witnesses, dragging his blazing rump across three acres of dry brush. 
If this story fired you up, you can cook it and other delectable pastries at the URLing of the sandwich filling, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Meander lazily in the comments for this post or brown email me and we'll take the Girl Scouts out of the oven before they're done at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or get thrown out of the baseball team's bake sale when we try to lick the batter at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Wherever we choose to cast our lines, the SF and SF Signal stands for Somnambulist Fish because of all the sleepwalking sea trout spotted near the SFSignal.com offices. They're especially freaky because they can't walk when they're awake. We're locking our doors at night, and the rest of the country doesn't even care. Just wait. They'll all come running when they hear we're being overrun by Red Snapper. Twitter while you titter that all the giggliest of school children follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I was hoping they'd stop laughing at me once I graduated. Why do I keep going there? Subscribe through the Get the Mango button on the Homely page, and for less than $4.01 a month, you'll get two fresh episodes a month. You'll be bathing in mango. Sure, you'll come out all sticky and have flies swarming all over you, but that's no worse than when you went in. This podcast puffs dream from a vegetable steamer that is being repurposed to cook the meat-only alternative popular among carnivores called vegetables, which have added fiber, but mostly because the cook dropped his t-shirt in there after he had taken it off to wipe the sweat from his armpits, and that was frankly an improvement after he had dropped it in a greasy rainbow puddle of Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international licenses. Until the cat came back, this had been Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you of the immortal words of Lou Gehrig the night the babe got so drunk he fell onto a ladder. Ruth is wasted on the rung. Good night.